Blog Talk Radio.
and so much more. Even before we became physical existence, I give thanks. Um, when I first listened to this song, it was a concept that I was thinking that he said, rain makes me a believer. But then, you know, you can spell rain two different ways. But the song is actually saying pain made me a believer. And pain and rain can actually be spelled pretty much the same way, with a difference being either a P or an R. But if you understand the alphabet, the P comes before the R, and sometimes there is pain before the rain, and the rain helps make the flowers grow. But then there is this rain R-E-I-G-N, which is so much different than what we ever thought before. And something's happening. There's some kind of change happening. There's some kind of energy force coming forth that we can't really explain. So I came home today and I found a book that I was writing in back in December 2014 and there's so much in this book it surprises me so I'm going to bring this information to you but what's so strange is on this page it says this a king Leads the charge. A king sets the tone. A king rises to power on the shoulders, on the strength of them who have come before him. Then it says, a king gives guidance, counsel, and course for the people. There is no king without an army. There is an army rising up which will only stand against what ought not be the pharaoh gives the edict and so I was like wow that's pretty deep I have some recollection of observing this aspect because when we look back at ancient Kemet we come to understand that the nature of the pharaoh 
which is pretty much another name for king duty, was to influence the people in their morals and ethical values and to keep them in the positive vibratory awareness of being. Now, if you do your history lessons correctly, you will discover that ancient Kemet, K-E-M-E-T, is one of the oldest civilizations of endurance that the world has ever known. But I say that because there's relevance to it. Remember, the motherland is Africa. And Africa is the motherland. And there are many places on the continent itself. And people don't understand this. But this is an unusual aspect which I'm going to bring to your attention. If we look at Lake Victoria, which is not far from, it's in Tanzania, which is not far from Kenya, the River Nile flows from almost the center of the continent. Well, it's actually towards the east, but flows all the way, one would say, up when you look at a map from where we are. But it flows down. Rivers always seem to flow down. I've never seen a river flow up, but it flows down to Egypt, and then it pours into the Mediterranean Sea. So commerce and everything that flows from the top down it never flowed from the bottom up because gravity makes it so. Well, hmm. In the same book, I came across these words. For over 50 years, I have deliberately lived my life as a watchful observer of everything that was possible possible for me to see, feel, taste, and experience within certain limitations. <coughs> wow, that got me all choked up. I do apologize. Within certain limitations of my mind, body, spirit, and moral and ethical awareness, what I have discovered is a great imbalance that need be corrected. 
the problem for the human species is shift. People today are talking about pivoting, moving from one place to another, shifting, if you will, because of the experiences we've had globally within the last year of a pandemic which closed and shut everything down in such an unusual manner to where we came to a place of recognizing something ain't right. Black Lives Matter started to rise and people became more consciously aware of things as a whole. But as I listen to materials here and there, I want to share with you this. Darkness, ignorance, are one and the same. I want you to think about that. Darkness and ignorance are one and the same. So, I have a book entitled The Power of Choice. The Power of Choice. Path of Divine Royalty to Conquer Darkness. In other words, to conquer ignorance. How do you conquer ignorance? Latching on to the spirit of truth and attain the knowledge that is available for you. Here, our reading will begin as follows, which I have put in the comments here. I will be reading from page 31 because I'm compelled to do so, and it's going to go as follows. And then we're going to go to chapter 5, and we're going to figure out where we are and why. Hence, it's time to find the phone and turn down the sound. (laughs) And then we'll begin the reading. Hence, the universe consists of consciousness and is nothing but the evolution of consciousness from its beginning until it returns finally to its cause. In other words, it is evolution from an innate consciousness towards a psychological consciousness, which is the awareness of innate consciousness. I'm going to read that again. Listen carefully because it's important for us all. Hence, the universe consists of consciousness. The universe is the unified field, everything within the creation itself and it's nothing but the evolution of consciousness what am I saying here divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression from its beginning until it returns finally to its cause 
In other words, it is evolution from an innate consciousness towards a psychological consciousness, which is the awareness of innate consciousness. What am I saying? I'm saying this as I depart from the reading real quick. Evolution from innate consciousness towards a psychological consciousness is the awareness or the knowing that ignorance exists and it is as real breeze. That's as simple as I can put it. Yet, ignorance is one of the most dangerous things on the planet. But we'll call it darkness, we'll call it evil, we'll call it the devil. If we can call it anything, but we won't call it stupidity. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend anybody. But ignorance is not knowing. All of us are in the place of not knowing. Because all knowing is impossible for the human species, period. So all of us are in darkness. All of us are in a place of unawareness. Every last one of us. There is nobody greater or better than another. Because there are varying levels of everything. And in the knowing of the varying levels of everything, we must come to understand and know that there is so much more to know. Let us continue with the reading. Consciousness freed from physical contingencies. That is, the permanent and immoral consciousness. <clears throat> Excuse me. Man is an individual manifestation of all of the functions, powers, and affinities in the universe. And his consciousness is the measure of his individualization, his power to make actual that which is still only virtual in cosmic harmony. What is cosmic harmony? I told you before. It is the unified field. Why is it unified? Because it has to exist in some sense of harmony. Mufasa had told you in The Lion King that the circle of life is about balance. And a king needs to understand that balance so that we can claim our rightful place to reign. So reign will make you a believer. R-E-I-G-N. When you recognize the pain, the P that comes before the R, which causes the flowers to grow. You are just a seed. I want you to know that. 
and awaiting for your germination is that which is within you to manifest that which shall become you. For you are already what you ought to be to manifest what you shall become. And that is greater than what you already are. Because, as I stated before, divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression. This means the production of something that has not gone before, something entirely new, not included in the past experience, but proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. My mind is the center of divine operation. So is your mind the center of divine operation. And when we come to better understand, we come to a better understanding. Let us continue the reading. Individualization gives bodily form in the organism of man to the functions of Genesis, separating the creative thought in time and space, the task of our consciousness to reunite them. Consciousness develops with a knowledge of the various elements of Genesis and of the spiritual bond uniting them. In other words, there is knowledge of both good and evil and also knowledge of the one. The former comes from our mortal intelligence which separates as the sight and the latter from our immortal intelligence which unifies. The sight is what you see the green grim reaper walks with and he cuts that which needs must be met. So consciousness in the universe listen to this because I think it's very interesting. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness. And what they didn't add here is that, and the darkness comprehended it not. That's why darkness and ignorance 
in the same. So that's where I was supposed to stop so I can go to page Forty thirty nine. Why do I have to go to page thirty nine? Because that's the way in which it was. I was guided to do. Now, when time comes as it ought, I will do as many do, and give you what's necessary from the very start, and work myself into this place of which we must heal. about um, the generations and to say we want to make it a better place for our children and our children's children so that they, 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 they know it's a better world for them and think they can make it a better place. There's a place in your heart and I know that it is love brighter than tomorrow and if you really try you'll find there's no need to cry in the place feel there's no hurt or sorrow there are ways to get there if you care enough for the living make a little Yeah. 
build the world we live in better for our children. Build the world we live in to make it better for our children. The aim. Page 39. I'm going to read a portion of it and what's probably going to happen is we're going to jump out of this book and uh, go someplace else because I'm going to tell you there's, there's some depth here and to understand it you need to be ready for it we are so conditioned by negativity and our not having and our inability to awaken the reality of the knowing that we are spirit beings in human form to where a lot of this which I'm speaking may be a little more difficult than necessary for now. So let's read this and... uh, We're going to go into some things that Spirit has led me to write over the years so you know where I'm coming from because it's time for change. Let's put it this way. It's time to make change happen because time for change has been over four or five hundred thousands of years and change is the only constant yet are we changing for the better or are we constantly cutting the grass and when I say that I'm saying, are you maintaining the things that are the status quo and you don't even know that you're doing it because you're so conditioned to being comfortable in this mess? Well, I'm tired. I'm done with it. I'm not going to participate in this anymore. I'm finished. I'm I tell you, I put it to you like this. There are no words for how I feel. (laughs) Not right now. With that being said, let us go into the reading. Chapter 5. The aim. Our aim is to realize the suprahuman state by awakening and reuniting the permanent witness with that of the highest self. The way is the conscious reanimation of the entire body, the confirmation of the interplay between its functions and all its vital reactions. It is finally 
the recognition of the several roles of the two witnesses. Thus, will be formed the milu in which the spiritual nucleus will grow until it fills the entire man and generates the incorruptible body of which the physical body will only be the apparent envelope and the obedient instrument. Sidebar. Didn't I just tell you just a minute ago that we are just seeds? I told you that. And we need the rain so that we can rain. But you have to experience the pain because the P comes before the R. Let us continue with the reading. To pursue this path without being deflected, the first requirement is the gradual destruction of automatic behavior by learning to recognize the drama which is fought out in a human being to know the combatants and their weapons. Sidebar. There's this phrase that a lot of people want to ignore and it's called the adversary. And there's this term that a lot of people have not come to know, which is called the emissary. The emissary is the agent for change. To stand and protect from the adversary of your highest good. Let us continue with the reading. This drama is the duel. Like, you know, the people when they have the guns and they walk from one side to the other and then they turn around and shoot each other. That duel. So this drama is the duel between the two wills. The personal will and the will to the light. This drama is the duel between the two wills, the personal will and the will to the light. Sidebar. Listen, let me see if I can break this down for you. As I told you before, we are spiritual beings in human form. We operate in a consciousness of the ego and the ego self is only about the individualization and cannot understand and recognize the unified field because it is all about itself and nothing outside of itself. There's a selfishness where is about the selflessness 
because the spirit self knows the whole, understands the unified field, and is a part of it. And knowing that it is a part of it, the unified field becomes one in the same with the self, which is selflessness. And that will and the will of the spirit operate in harmony and there is no discord. I just had to add that. So, many human beings know nothing of this drama. Those whose brain consciousness makes so much noise that the two witnesses cannot be heard in these who are legion. The automatic self reigns uncontrolled, having nothing to restrain it but an atavistic moral sense. and the conventional religious or social rules of its education. Sidebar. That's what I'm speaking of when I talk about the conditioned being. You are taught how to think. You are taught how to live. Yet, you are attached to the things that your parents were attached to, your upbringing or environment was attached to. If you were in an environment that constantly talk about being broke, well, you are what you think. If you are exposed to an environment that is violent and there's constant between who's right and who's wrong, well, then that violence is going to exhibit itself in your behavior. But if you are in a place of loving kindness, and gentleness and compassion, well, you're going to feel that. And in feeling that, you're going to express it. But you see, love's in need of love today. So, atavistic, let me give you an example. The definition of an atavism is a genetic trait that reoccurs after skipping several generations. If a person has blue eyes, 
like her great great grandmother, but her mother, grandmother, and great grandmother have brown eyes. Then having blue eyes is an example of activism. So, something can skip generations, but because it's still in the DNA, it can pop up and be a problem. Adversarial activities, man would not even recognize because he doesn't know where it came from. I'm going to read the last portion of this paragraph so that uh, we can close out on this and let me get into the depths of the things that will help you better understand that you have to live in the kingdom of love for when you seek first the kingdom of love all else will when you live as love, in love, through love, being love, which is the highest vibration, then your vibratory rate calls forth the vibratory rate of others to do the same. That's one of the things that Miriam Williamson was speaking of when she spoke of her poem, a return to love. Wow. I got some deep stuff to share with you guys too because that just reminded me of uh, some material I just was listening to earlier this week. That is a course in miracles or a course in love a return to love and a conscious understanding, a deeper understanding of the truth of wisdom, truth, spirit of truth, and an awakening out of the darkness to become more light and love, which brings forth the manifestation of life So, in conclusion, it says here, moral problems for such people can only be a choice between obeying their established moral code and breaking it at the bidding of self-interest or instinct. That's all I'm going to read. I don't think we need to read anymore because we need to evolve. My book here has this um, page that I'm going to read. I hope you capture what it says and understand what it says. But I have to sit down with it so you can better understand. Here, 
uh, this was probably written in 2016. Thought we think. Remove negative thinking by replacing it with positive thoughts. Life of joy, laughter, and prosperity. So we must remove negative thinking by replacing it with positive thoughts, such as the life of joy, laughter, and prosperity. You see, my healing is already in process. Your body already knows how to heal. Get the negative garbage out of the way. Out of the years. Love feeds and nourishes the garden of what you seed. Remember, you are the seed, but yet when you plant the seed, love feeds and nourishes it. Respect your temple. Willingness to forgive begins the healing process. The wisdom within is linked with the infinite wisdom of all there is. All the answers to all the questions of life is in love and the wisdom of what will love do. All the answers to all the questions ever asked. Trust the inner tuition of I am willing to forgive. I love you guys. I can't help myself. It's just something that I do. And with that, we bring Stevie into our realm. I bid you, I bid you love. Friendly announcer, I have serious news to pass on to everybody. What I'm about to say couldn't mean the world's disaster, could change your joy and
Nos vemos de